You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey, we're here with more Fantastic Fest pocket size reviews with our show Infestation. I'm Chris. I'm right. Right is uh having a hard time dealing with uh, all the pressures of Fantastic Vest at day four here. I think the pressure is normally in my stomach right now, wanting to project out into the world. Yeah, it's too bad you're not a Fantastic Fest movie. People love that. (laughs) (laughs) I could submit myself just puking next year. Like, we love it. Every year, there's always sort of like a, a... a consensus on what the like trope was that existed that year in particular, even, you know, I mean, this year they're pumping for sharks because there's a lot of older, sh- like obscure shark movies. Oh, yeah, out. yeah, that's but right. I mean, the ones that aren't intentional, like they'll be like, oh, this is the year. And like, I think twice it's been explosive vomiting. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Not this year so far, though. And some baby eating. Yeah, there's some baby eating this year. Multi- a- we've seen baby. Eat- this might be the year of baby eating. I yeah, don't know. Real baby back ribs. <laughs> but no baby eating in our first movie, which is uh, the surprisingly <laughs> charming as hell Blood Relatives, which is written and directed and lead star starring Noah Segan, who you, I mean, if you've been to Fantastic Fest, you know Noah Segan. He comes like almost every year and he's always in something, but he's best known for his collaborations with his close friend, director, writer, Ryan Johnson. He's mm-hmm. been in literally every single Ryan Johnson movie, including The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, so familiar on that level, at least. But, you know, a friend of Fantastic Fest, a really nice guy. I was excited to see his film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so, it's, it's just, you see him, he's like kind of a James Dean with black hair vampire. He's riding around an old muscle car, with hair it, slicked back, the, leather the, jacket. The, the daughter character says, uh, I was like, oh, you're like the Fonz. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, he's cool. He's a minch. Yeah. I was going to say, is he is cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're he's right. cool. <laughs> it is never, it is never not cool to wear jeans, a black t-shirt and a black leather jacket. I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's never true. stopped being cool. But that's why I've never been cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I've never seen you wear that. Um, <laughs> he is you know, not, not one of the ancient vampires but it becomes clear as you see early on with a tattoo on his arm that he survived the holocaust yeah so he's like he would have been a young man during the holocaust right right and at some point he got changed into a vampire so it's modern day though and he's just kind of he's a loner he drives from town to town does the best he can he's like got a cover he keeps in case he runs out of gas during sunlight so he can cover the car and just sleep in there yeah just going from town to town and we start seeing that um, he's generally a nice guy as vampires go. Like, he's only going to kill you if you are a real piece of shit. Yeah, just a dick to him. <laughs> yeah, if you're a total dick, guess what? You're probably going to die. Yeah, this yeah. is a PSA. He's like, guys, don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick or Noah Segan. Don't, don't talk in a movie or Noah Segan will come in and bite you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had that. I'm he should have done a bumper for that. Yeah. Film that as part of this so they could have used it for the bumper. <laughs> Actually, that would have been great. But anyway, we start seeing someone in a hood seems to be paying attention to him and following him from yeah. town to town. And it turns out that like uh, about 15 years ago, he had a, a, a one night 
with a, a beautiful bartender. And mm-hmm. uh, without him knowing it, she ended up giving birth and was, you know, raised a daywalker, as it were, who is not the young now now 15 year old girl, not interested in going out and killing vampires like Wesley Snipes, but in fact is wants to just learn about her father. So she's been tracking him with yeah. what information she had finally caught up with him. And he's like, I don't even know how that's possible, but I obviously it is because when she gets like close to someone's neck, her teeth grow and she's, yeah, yeah. she can run and she's very fast and strong. And you're yeah. like, okay, so all the advantages, none of the disadvantages, except, you know, she kind of digs blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's been like, yeah, I've, I've killed She'll eat raw meat. Yeah, she eats raw hamburger, and uh, and she hadn't killed anyone yet when she shows up. But like, he's like, you don't want this. Just go back home to your family. She's like, I don't have any family. My mom died. Uh, yeah, I don't have anywhere to go. She like, has an aunt or a cousin or something like that. Yeah. But like, she didn't even want to like take her in initially when the mom died. And she's like, I have no one. It's, but I think that despite the fact that there's points that this is a little clunky, and I'm, so I definitely say that from a directorial point of view, not bad, but just like, okay, first definitely feels debut-ish. Mm-hmm. It's just so sweet and warm and funny in, a, in just sort of a charming way. It's like bathing in a pool of warm blood. <laughs> I mean, you do genu- genuinely like both of them. And yes, even though they do occasionally kill and eat people. Um, dick, dick bags. Yeah, dick bags generally. Dick bags. Of course, it doesn't take much to make it onto the dick bag list, to be Yeah, fair. you just have to say like, hey, what's going on over there? Yeah. Shit stains and like, fuck you, and then kills them. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't happen in the movie, but I always say that I'm like, look, man, if I could become immortal and have all the strength and use of being a vampire, but the cost is you have to kill people. Yeah, I'm in um, because I would be <laughs> like the Punisher, basically. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, um, it's weird, but no one's at the Republican National Convention this year. Where did they all go? <laughs> Just. You know, be careful. Don't turn any of them into a vampire. Well, no, you've got to be very careful to finish your food. Yeah. Clean your plate. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I would be a great vampire. I would always finish my plate. But yeah, it's weird that this is paced not like a movie at all. It doesn't really have a first, second, and third act. It's really just kind of paced like a TV show, like a highlights from a season of a show or something. It's it's a lot more uh, plotless than I was thinking it was going to be because it really is just about the two characters connecting and Mm -hmm. him coming into terms with maybe not being a loner of a person and just traveling all his life and then actually settling down and getting to know not only himself, because he's lost his own family because of the Holocaust, Mm -hmm. and then now getting to know and hopefully maybe even start loving someone who actually is his family. Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of other little side things I liked about this. Like one of the things is the girl, the daughter is wearing a Screeching Weasel t-shirt, which is one of my favorite hardcore bands ever. Mm -hmm. And they actually incorporate that quite a bit into the the movie, the soundtrack for that. Yeah. It's either that. It's always either Screeching Weasel or it's Wagner because he likes dad likes listening to Wagner. Oh, right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's very charming. And uh, and it's great to see just them on camera together anytime because you're just like they're. They're great together. They have great chemistry together. And, you know, there's a lot of more interest in just like, oh, now it's two vampires um, because established because of her being partially human. She's going to age normally. She's going to age and die. And that is, you know, discussed as sort of the difficulty in how would we be a family if I'm always going to be this age? And she's like, well, like soon you'll like I'll be your you'll be my cool brother, but old, old, cool older brother. And then you'll be my son. And then, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 
I like the way I like this a lot. I found it really charming. And it is laugh out loud funny in a few points. Uh, yeah. Most of it's just kind of like you're steadily chuckling through it. But yeah. Because the dialogue's real sweet. If I have a, you know, one thing about that is that I think that the daughter is a little wise beyond her years in terms of the way she speaks. I think sure, she could have written her more teen. And it always feels like this could be a character who's been alive as long as Noah Segan is. I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed Blood Relatives, and I thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, I yeah, do too. And it will be on Shutter soon, so you can catch it there. Oh, good for him. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, stay tuned here for more Fantastic Fest reviews. <laughs>